0: Well, good evening, welcome to part two of our Friday freaking night life. Ah, all right, somebody says I have a pet hate. I enjoy hating the French. Is that just kind of an Anglo legacy thing or are the French really as awful as I feel they are? Well, um, I want you to look at the number of French intellectuals who are rapidly intensely supportive of lowering the age of consent to apparently four minutes post-birth or 12 or whatever it is, right? French intellectuals really, really, really want to have sex with children, and nobody seems to be that bothered by it in France, so uh, maybe that's why they're bringing in other cultures, who knows, right, who knows, but yeah, it's uh, this, this, this tech stuff, sorry, this is like part two, we started the tech stuff and it just wasn't working, it was just looping, which is a weird thing for it to do, and uh, yeah, just, uh, just, just wretched. You know, the, the amount, thank you for the tip, I appreciate that. The amount of just, like, brain positivity, enthusiasm, happiness, joy, and energy that just gets cock-blocked by shit tech is just beyond me. It's just beyond me. It's just, just have your shit work. <laughs> it's not complicated. I mean, it's wild. You know, I, I've seen streams on even alt-platforms with i got 100,000 watchers. We ain't, I, we ain't quite pushing that. It's very strange, very strange. All right. So, all right, get me in a better mood. It's your job, your job to get me in a better mood. Give me a questions. Give me your con- comments. Give me distractions from the shite fest of modern tech where it's 50-50, wouldn't you say? Isn't it 50-50 that things work? All right. I lack understanding when it comes to, quote, anxiety. I keep hearing about teens and anxiety everyone bends backwards to accommodate instead of getting the teens to adapt. What does that mean, Anne? I don't know what that means. Je je ne, je ne comprendre. I lack understanding when it comes to anxiety. I keep hearing about teens and anxiety. Everyone bends backwards to accommodate instead of getting the teens to adapt. Oh, so everyone's adapting the teens? Everyone's adapting to the teens? Um, well, uh, tell me, tell me how old you are. And, oh, you don't have, you can just give me the decades, you know, 20s, 30s, 40s, floating. Yeah, yeah. Look at that. I'm Stefan Molyneux. I'm James O'Keefe. It's a, uh, so yes. Okay. So, but, but tell me, tell me your age range. Coddling. Oh, <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. The next generation is totally coddled. Absolutely. Yeah. Ge- next generation. they just so coddled. They're just, they're just, they have it so easy. The next generation has it so easy. You're in your 30s. All right. So, uh, Anne, when you were a, a kid in school, were they telling you that the world was about to consume itself in a fiery death within five to 10 years? Were they, were they filling your spine full of virulent, soul-eating nihilism? Were they calling you a racist for existing? Were they calling you a sexist for breathing? Were they absolutely undoing? Were they were they drugging half your companions and threatening half the others? Just out of curiosity, when you were a kid, were you allowed to feel pride, happiness, joy, and optimism in the future? Or was there a giant stuka based whistling sound as the end of the world came nigh to you in just about all ways and circumstances? You know, just out of curiosity, thank you lee. I appreciate that. Thank you for the tippy tip. Thank you for the tip. But it's bizarre. Oh, I'm from Newfoundland. I'm a cross between Trailer Park Boys and the Wildings from Game of Thrones. All right. So if you're from Newfoundland, eh? Aaron, Do you have any herring? No, I don't have any herring. Aaron, heron. Neron. So you're from Newfoundland, which is kind of, you know, base and, and earthy and um, Irish and all of that kind of stuff. And, oh, Mike is a little hot? It seemed to be. My levels, my levels are fine at your end. It's your hand. So, yeah, so you grew up and and you were allowed to be, you were allowed to play, you were allowed to think of the future. You're a mom of two in your 30s, so you were allowed to have some optimism, some hope, some positivity. Uh, Children these days are crushed before
1: they even learn how to read and write. We are a slow-motion
0: Aztec society, except instead of actually ripping their hearts out with stone knives, we slowly pry their hearts out with the fiery ice cream scoop of propaganda.
1: I also don't live in Newfoundland anymore. Well, that's a nice detail to have, I suppose. But...
0: What, what it teaches these days, right? It used to be, uh, hey, I hope, every, hope everyone had a nice recess. Let's do some math and spelling. And now it's like, all right, everybody choose your pronouns. Now I'm going to tell you about my sex life. It's like, and, and cyberbullying is a big thing. Early exposure to pornography is turning a lot of children's brains into primordial hormonal
1: soup. And People
0: will look back at a lot of the sadism of the present. Thank you for the tip. I appreciate that. People will look back at the sadism of the present with deep, visceral, abiding horror.
1: Do you know that? Here's the thing.
0: Do you know what our society is right now in its spiraling? Do you know what our society is right now? Our society is every fucking thing, never ever to do. That's what our society is. Like, my mother was incredibly instructive. Here's what you never want to do. Don't rely on your looks. Don't rely on your physique, uh, your body. Don't rely on other people to save you. Don't oppose thinking. Don't be mystical. Don't be anti-rational. Don't be vain. My mother was... You're like, you know, so in the old photography days, you would make these, you'd take these, a friend of mine used to do this in a dark room, right? So you, you, you take these pictures, freeze frame, you take these pictures and you get this film and you get negatives, right? And then you put it through all these chemicals and you get the final picture. Well, my friend became, of course, because he was an amateur developed in a darkroom photographer, he became an expert at figuring out which pictures were good or bad based on the negatives, right? And the opposite of the picture on the opposite of the picture. So he could look at the picture and see how it was going to look based upon the opposite. So we are seeing, you, you know, you, you, we see utopia every day around us in the world. We see perfection. We see peace. We see peaceful parenting. We see respect for children. We see beautiful relations. We see volunteerism every day in the opposite of what's out there. In the same way, my friend could see the final picture in the
1: opposite of the picture. Hey, how's relying on the state for national defense going? Hey, how's the state, how's relying on the state for justice going? How's relying on the state for the benevolent and
0: helpful education of your children going? All the stuff I talked about in everyday anarchy and practical anarchy, I was like, nope. Not gonna be provided, it's not gonna be provided by the state. What did I always say? Any program based on coercion achieves the opposite of its stated goals. Education becomes brain and soul destroying propaganda, healthcare becomes sickness, national defense becomes invitation.
1: Yeah, I mean, we see you, you, you look at hell and you see heaven, if you want, because hell is the opposite of heaven. Those were good books. You're right, Jared, they were. They
0: still are. I enjoyed the audiobooks of human ownership, uh, the handbook of human ownership and practical anarchy. Right, so you know that meme, that meme about, uh, uh, I have a cut, I need some stitches in America. Well, that'll be $67,000. In England, it's like, you'll have to wait nine months. And in Canada, it's like, have you considered
1: dying? Yeah, I, I I, could not publicly speak of what's being done to children. I won't do it. I won't do it. I won't do it.
0: It's a fundamental rule of mine that I can't care about other people more than they care about themselves. That just leads you to be open to being exploited and pillaged and ransacked. And
1: it's appalling. It's appalling.
0: <sighs> Everything's so expensive. My wages haven't gone up. Well, did you want the government to take over healthcare? Well,
1: then maybe. Um people can't. They've been well trained to not reason out the cause and effect, right? They've been well reasoned out.
0: Chris says, I used to print from negatives years ago. I enjoyed seeing the opposite. I found it a good brain exercise. The other, yeah, what's being done to children these days is beyond heartbreaking. It is absolutely sadistic. But the more society is built on lies, the more
1: it hates children. You know why, right? You know why. The more society lives on lies, the more it hates and fears children. Thanks, Jared. Because children are curious. Children have skepticism. Children are empirical. Children are rational.
0: The more society lives on lie, the more it needs to punish children. You can measure a society's addiction to bullshit by how much it harmed its children. The the two scales go up, right? Well, the scale of bullshit goes up and then very quickly the scale of harm to children matches.
1: Yeah, children are straight shooters. Yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah, I mean, The Emperor's New Clothes. I remember flying to Africa when I was six and listening to that story on a loop, The Emperor's New Clothes.
1: The less that
0: society can defend its own principles, the more it has to attack children.
1: (laughs) Oh, I shouldn't... I shouldn't... Oh, should I... Should I... Should I pick a tiny fight? Should I pick it?
0: No, it's not even really picking a tiny fight. I like, I like Dr. Peterson in, in many ways. But at, at a time of where society is, at the moment, he tweets, every bit of learning is a little death. Every bit of new information challenges a previous conception, forcing it to dissolve into chaos before it can be reborn as something better. Sometimes such deaths virtually destroy us.
1: Can people stop hitting their children? No.
0: The tiny deaths of learning the capital of Antigua. Every bit of learning is a little death. I learn how to floss my teeth, part of me dies. I learn a new equation, part of me dies.
1: I learn the French word. For crime, part of me dies. I don't know, it's, I I don't mean to make fun, but it's like, dude, dude. Oh my gosh. $20 for rent, fight, and drag out. I don't know what that means, but I appreciate the tip. Well, the, the orgasm used to be called the tiny death. All right.
0: Ah, oh, what is a good way to introduce the nature of death to children? What age is a good age to aim for revealing that? Ah, you are looking for a template for parenting. Petit more. Yeah, that's right. You are looking for a template for parenting. What is an a good age? How on earth are you supposed to template? You, you, there aren't templates for parenting. There are principles and you have individual children, right? What age what age is a good aim sorry, what age is a good time to start teaching calculus? Well, I don't know. Depends on the kid. Depends on the kid's interest. It depends on the kid's preferences. Some kids rapidly want to get into calculus when they're eight.
1: The good time to start talking to children about death is when they start showing curiosity about the end of life. Right?
0: Because, because for me, you know, my daughter, I don't know, she was like, I don't know, four or five. And she said, you know, basically death. She basically had the idea that death is you go to sleep and then you wake up. And I was like, that's not exactly how it works. You know, that's not exactly how it works. Uh, uh, We are born and we live and we have a wonderful time living and then we die. And. You are born, and you will have a wonderful life. And at the end of your life, from, re- from all the people I've heard, if you live your life well, the end of your life is fine. If you live your life well, you have little to fear about your decline and death.
1: And I'm old enough now that I can say that with some credibility, I think. I've lived
0: my life well. And as I, you know, I was, I was just talking to my wife the other day, and. We said, oh, in two and a half years, blah, blah, blah. Like, hey, I'll be almost 60. (laughs) I'll be almost 60. I don't have any regrets about the decline. I don't have any regrets about being on the downward slide of life. I don't have any regrets about aging. I mean, enough of my friends died young that all of this is a bonus. I mean, of course, I had uh, cancer um, 10 years ago or so, and, and all of this is a
1: bonus. So I said, if you live your life well,
0: death is kind of like going to sleep when you're tired. You don't fear going to sleep when you're tired. And I pulled a little bit off Socrates, and I said, you know, the best night's, what's the best night's sleep when you don't dream and you don't wake up? Well, death is like the best night's sleep. So when they show curiosity, you give them age-appropriate answers. You know, we could just die tomorrow. Like you don't tell them about the imminence, right?
1: So, yeah,
0: you, you, you're looking for, well, when the kid is four, start talking to them about five or six. No, you, you dance with the kid, right? You dance with your kid. You understand, you're looking for classical. Parenting is jazz. So you're looking for classical. Da-da-da-da, right? When you...
1: When you go to see a classical concert... What
0: are you looking for? Well, you're looking for the accuracy. You're looking for them to, you know, like David Spade was talking about uh, uh, going to see some concert, and he's like, and play and play it like it is on the album. Don't fuck it up. <laughs> Don't mess it up. Right? So you're looking for a classical music with parenting, and parenting is jazz. With jazz, you have your rules, and you have your improvisation, right?
1: thank you for the tip
0: read the fountainhead recently wow you weren't kidding rand is a genius absolutely true rock's willpower is like a force of nature it's downright inspiring shame to say i had never read her books beginning atlas shrugged yeah i prefer the fountainhead a little bit to atlas shrugged for various reasons we don't have to get into here not that that matters but they're both fantastic books they're
1: both fantastic books
0: um just joined sorry if this is off topic but i've wondered about your thoughts on the lyrics to supertramp's logical song and or take the long way home i used to check out that album breakfast in america from the library as a kid and listened to all the time so you think you're a romeo playing a party in the picture show take the long way home all right so uh, let me just get the lyrics. We'll take the Okay, so t- taking the long way home, because you're the joke of the neighborhood, why you should care if you're feeling good, take the long way home. There are times that you feel you're part of the scenery, all the greenery is coming down, and then your wife seems to think you're part of the furniture, Oh, it's peculiar, she used to be so nice. When lonely days turn to lonely nights, you take a tip, trip to the city lights and take the long way home. Now, the, the great lines of this is, Super Tramp is fantastic for lyrics, the lyricist is great, you never see what you want to see forever playing to the gallery. You never see what you want to see forever playing to the gallery. Artists who perform in public always have to wrestle with the false self, right? I mean, Freddie Mercury used to say this. He says, so people think I'm like that guy on the stage. No, that's a character. I'm actually quite shy and all of that, right? So uh, take, take the long way home is you, you, can't, you can't have a stable identity. And, and Asylum is fantastic for this, the Supertramp song, Asylum. about shallow words, meaningless
1: conversations. Instead of talking about important things, you're talking about the weather. And do you live for the approval of others or
0: your own conscience? That's the the fundamental question in life. Do you live for the approval of others or your own conscience? Now I've, listen, I've spent some time in my life trying to dodge my conscience. I'll be straight up with you. Conscience can be an annoying son of a gun, like a questing beast that trails you wherever you go, like that snail in that internet thing. Would you take $10 million if there was a snail that would pursue you forever? I have tried to escape my conscience. And I, I just, I had to, I don't know, a little over 20, about 25 years ago, I just kind of gave up. I'm like, fuck it, okay. Okay, fine, you win, you win. I'll be a good guy. Fine. You didn't let me sleep for 16 months. Fine. Mine, And, you know, life gets better, right? You, 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 so, I can't escape my conscience. I mean, I tried. I can't escape my conscience. And other people can't find theirs.
1: Yeah, so, so Take the Long Way Home is about a conformist
0: who runs his life by how other people view him. And if you, if you live your life by how other people view you, you will end up conforming far more to strangers at the expense of those close to you. I don't know exactly why, honestly, I don't know exactly why, but it does seem to happen this way. If you live your life trying to please others, uh, then you will always end up being nicer to strangers than to yourself, uh, to, to your well, to yourself and to those who are close to you. Uh the logical song when I was young, seemed that life was so wonderful, it magical. so uh, that that song is about a guy who had to lose his imagination in school, and school is another great song. You're coming along. So it's about a guy who was uh, crushed through the Prussian school, which I talk about in, in quite a extensive way in did I give you this? Yeah. Uh, In quite an extensive way, I talk about this in my podcast, I'm going to give you this here, my my podcast series on sadism, I talk about the Prussian school. And in the Prussian school, they crush your imagination. They have to turn you into a dull, ape-like machine so that you'll be a compliant worker and a good soldier. So, logic is killing the imagination, killing the creativity, killing the soul, turning you into a machine.
1: If you want to be that way, you're coming along. It's great. School is a bitter, bitter song.
0: I can see you in the morning when you go to school. Don't forget your books. You know you've got to learn the golden rule. Teacher tells you, stop your play and get on with your work. Be like Johnny too good. Don't you know he never sure hurts he's coming along. Don't, but don't, but don't and the screaming and all of that. It's just fantastic Ah. Uh. It's always up to you if you want to be that, want to see that, want to see it that way. You're coming along, yeah. Just, just shredding you, destroying you, wrecking you. I oh, like that scene in The Wall. Think I'll buy me a football team. Rubbish, right? You have
1: a poem. Rubbish. The scream in school always gets me. Yeah, 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 for sure.
0: Yeah. Uh, Supertramp has a lot of lyrics about having the imagination crushed out of you. So, a uh, uh, logical, digital, right? Logical song is about somebody whose imagination was crushed rather than harnessed, who views logic as a form of oppression. Uh, logic it should be in a productive dance with your imagination. Imagination without reason is insanity. Reason without imagination is mechanical, it's NPC, it's robotic. Your reason and your imagination need to be in a dance together. They both need to cross-pollinate and inform each other. It's not an even or. Either or, it's not a false dichotomy. Oh, it is a false dichotomy to say it's an either or. So, yeah, Supertramp has got some absolutely fantastic lyrics. I mean, the
1: music is great, too. Dum-dum-dum-dum-dum. Dum-dum-dum-dum-dum-dum. History
0: recalls. How great the fall can be While everyone was laughing, the boats put out to sea. It's just great stuff. Really, really great imaginative stuff. And Roger Hutchins has quite the counter tenor voice, right?
1: Who I am
0: like when he goes really high in logical song, it's just like Are you going up another fifth? Holy crap. <laughs> just right up. Straight up. Straight up. Electric light orchestra? Electric electric light orchestra? ELO is a band that is horribly bland, but with occasional flashes of some real soulfulness. I'm thinking of Jungle, the the song Jungle uh, off uh, the, um, the double album ELO. And Jungle has a great bit at the end where the guy wakes up. And he's dancing with the animals. He's got this great night dream and passion. Then he wakes up and everything gets shredded by the alarm clock into nothing. Yeah, Mr. Blue Sky, it's a nice, it's a nice song. Jeff Lynn is, I'm sure, a thoroughly nice, shaggy headed shaggy-haired Ewok. He's basically an Ewok. And he seems like a nice uh, person. Um, some of their earlier albums had some imagination. I'm thinking Discovery had some real, uh, really good imagination. In fact, there's a... <laughs> Back in the album days, there was uh, some text, uh, some sound, some vocals that were warbled up. And when you played them backwards, it said, the music is reversible, but time is not. Turn back, turn back. And it's, it's clever. It's clever. Um, but for me, that era, almost no one beats. Uh, Alan Parsons' Pyramid is a fantastic album. Can't get it out of my head. I would tell you, Jeff Lynne writes brain hooks that are parasites, viruses, viruses. They literally replicate. Last train to London. I <laughs> think, oh my God, I can't get out of this song. can't get it out of my head. Um, and yeah, Mr. Blue Sky is nice. Horace Wimp, the diary of Horace Wimp, is a, is a fun song. And yeah, it's, um, he's just a very nice, uh, fairly wholesome uh, guy who writes some very bland, catchy uh, music. But it has all the, all the musical imagination of a um, commercial jingle. Uh, it's as far as that goes. Telephone line, yeah. Also, I didn't like him particularly as a vocalist. He always sounded like he was singing down a telephone line. No particular warmth or timbre or passion in his voice. I remember tuning in once to see, hear them live, and it was like, yeah, it's about as bland as that, right? And again, you know, maybe he should have got a vocalist or something like, I like vocalists with a bit more passion and rawness. And he's just uh, a little bit bland, a little bit bland. So, uh, yeah, ILOs okay, it's fine. It's, it's decent background music. It, I look for music where I can put, put on the headphones and lose myself in the depth and complexity of the music. That's what I love to do. Uh, I don't get to do it nearly as much since I became a dad. But to sit with a good quality set of headphones and just lose yourself in the depth and complexity of the music, ELO is not headphones music. Uh, it is, you know, it's fine in the background and all of that, but it's not headphone music, so... Uh, my brother loved Wild West Hero, Bloody Well Right. Uh, Bloody Well Right is okay. It's okay, in my opinion, it's fine. But what makes Bloody Well Right is the electric piano intro. Oh. I, uh, electric piano boogie woogie stuff like uh, it, it just gives me goosebumps. Uh, Freddie Mercury did it a little bit in the solo song he did, uh, Living on My Own. Yeah, but the piano, uh, the the um. Uh, The Alan Parsons guy, Eric Wolfson, taught himself piano, and I think that the Supertramp guy taught himself piano as well, like Owen Benjamin style, just taught himself piano. It's incredible. Uh, Led Zeppelin is super complex? Yes. With the downside that Led Zeppelin will skyhook your soul and sell it to Satan. So there is that aspect of things. You know, yeah, super complex, interesting music. Robert Plant did have a shriek somewhat akin to tinnitus, but, but there is... The minor problem that they do steal your soul and sell it to Satan. Not quite as fast as ACDC, but fairly fast. All right. Thank you for the tip, Chalks. And Milgrau. I appreciate that. Let's get to your questions. Hey, Steph, I am looking for a partner and I'm trying to work out what's wrong with my mind state. I have a part of my mind that doesn't believe a woman would want me as a partner or that I deserve one. It feels more like I have to bribe them. I stay in shape, I make money, and I focus on improving the virtues I have. I don't know how to understand this mentality. Any insight is much appreciated. Thanks. So, let me just make sure I understand this, my friend. A chokes. Everybody dance now. All right, so you, you... You believe, and I'm not... like. So you believe you're a good person, right? You improve your virtues, you exercise and so on. Uh, I'm, I'm not particularly, I mean, I appreciate that. I'm not particularly interested in talking with outsiders at the moment. I mean, what's better than talking with you guys and doing my solo shows? Um, honestly, I'm not sure what, what's the improvement? What's the upside to that? No disrespect to anyone else, but um, all right. So chalks, uh, you believe that you are uh, a, a decent person, you exercise, you make money, you improve your virtues, you're, you're a decent guy, right So if this is true, the question is, if you're a good guy and you don't believe a woman would want you, it's because it's because oh, OK, hit me with a why." I'll, I'll, I'll start this one off. I'm going to say this right up right up front. Hit me with the a why. Why? If you've ever been concerned that women prefer bad boys, that, that if you're a nice guy, you'll finish last and you'll end up with the woman crying on your shoulder because the motorcycle guy broke her heart. Have you ever, ever, ever vaguely had the suspicion that women like him mean and
1: seedy and seamy? Yes, yes,
0: yes, yes, yes. Yes, 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 yes. Ah. Thank you, General Franco. Probably not the real person. I appreciate that. Nice to have you here. Yeah, do you ever have this feeling? Ever have this feeling? Okay, how hard did this hit you? One to ten, it's a vague suspicion. Ten, you're absolutely certain that treating women well will turn you into an incel. Treat them well, become an incel. One to ten, let's just be straight up and frank with each other. One to ten. How strongly did the suspicion grip you that women like the bad boys? A
1: little like the bad boys.
0: I just watched the Blues Brothers the other day for reasons I won't even get into here. My gosh, I didn't even, I mean, great music. I didn't even realize just how much propaganda is in that film. It's just right. So you guys, uh, okay, <laughs>
1: you had a pretty hard, right?
0: yeah yeah so you guys had it pretty hard i understand now let me ask you this let me ask you this do you or did you or when you had this belief when it was at its strongest when you had this belief at its strongest did you base this belief on experience observation or theory E-O-T, experience, observation, or theory. Was it your experience that they went for the bad boys? Did you just observe that happening among your friends? Or was there a theory where you were exposed to some, I don't know, bad boy, birth control pill cycle theory? Was it experience, observation, or
1: theory that gave you this idea? Observation, observation, experience, Observation,
0: right? Uh, somebody says, "That's why I have a rule of never having a girl as a quote friend that I'm attracted to." Oh no, no, you just you you um uh, in you if you're attracted to a girl, you know I can understand waiting a little bit, but you got to declare yourself. Life is short. E- either she likes you or she doesn't. And it's pretty rare, it's pretty rare for, okay, let me, let me ask you this. Hit me with a why, we'll get, I have, I'll get to your right observation stuff in a sec. Hit me with a why, I, I've never been able to do it. Have you ever been able to, wait, did it take that? No. Uh, have you ever been, hit me with a why, if you've ever been able to take a girl who wasn't interested in you and make her interested in you, in other words, to go from, have you ever broken out of the friend zone into the romance zone? into the boyfriend zone. Uh, you know, the general theory that a woman decides if she likes you very quickly, and it's fairly impossible to budge. Now, maybe you have. I'm um, like, just because I couldn't do it, obviously. I'm <laughs> not exactly the measure of, of anything, let alone all things. But it doesn't really seem to happen. So this is why hanging around in the friend zone, um, I don't know, maybe your hand gets some exercise, but your heart doesn't. So you gotta just declare yourself, and if she likes you, you've got a shot. If she doesn't, right? Yeah. Oh, so some people have. Some people have done it. I think that's great, but it's it's really a one out of twenty of you, maybe five ten, maybe five seven percent,
1: right? So
0: why do you believe a woman wouldn't want you as a partner if you're a good guy? Because you have fallen prey to the propaganda that women like.
1: Bad boys. Do you, I mean, you've fallen prey to the propaganda
0: that girls like bad boys. No, this is not true. This is not true. Women don't like bad boys. Women don't prefer bad boys. Do you know why women date bad boys? Do you know why women date bad boys? Not attraction. I mean, yeah, there could be some sexual frisson or whatever it is. Why do women date bad boys? What are your thoughts? I mean, I assume you guys have thought about this a lot. They are the only ones to approach them. No, good, good guys approach women. No, they shoot their shot. No, No, because good guys ask girls out as well. Women prefer the experience of emotion. Nope. They're confident? Nope. They asked it's off their father's abusive fathers to make themselves victims because good guys are not assertive. No, good boys are assertive. Yeah. Women like strength. Bad boys just occupy part of their circle. Nope. No. No. They don't think good boys will be able to protect and provide for them. Nope. No, because the bad boys are in prison. They can't provide for a woman in prison. Women date bad boys to punish themselves. Women date bad boys to punish themselves and men date bad women to punish themselves.
1: No. No, a healthy relationship is very exciting. A woman dates a bad boy because she believes she should be treated badly.
0: No, they don't look like they have winning DNA. Absolutely not. No. Don't concede anything to these selfish, narcissistic jerk men. Don't. They're bad people. No, they're, they're punishing them. Why are women punishing themselves? Women punish themselves for dangling sex in front of men to get male attention because that's shallow and manipulative. And the punishment for tits and ass out, particularly using it to attract men, the punishment is that you then get doomed to dating bad boys.
1: Women date bad boys as punishment for their own addiction to appearance.
0: Justinian says, these bad boys have desirable qualities, which means they can treat them poorly and women will accept it because the other option is getting a man that isn't six foot. No, no. Are you saying that there aren't tall guys who are nice? No. It was funny, says someone. "Uh, I had this girl years ago. She told me she was seeing someone. When I told her I can't accept her friendship because I wouldn't want to torture her like that, she then reached out to me two weeks later, interested in dating. Obviously, we didn't end up together, yeah. What's the characteristics of a bad boy? Just losing my definition here. So a bad boy is a selfish guy who uses a woman for sex. Now, why would a woman be one to use for sex and dumped and have her heart broken and cry and then go and do it all over again? Because she's punishing herself for using sex to attract men.
1: Now, of course, she's
0: probably has an absent father and whatever it is, right? But this is why it's important to tell women to cover up and let men judge their personalities. Just cover up a little, right? I'm not saying full burqa, but, you know, cover up a little. Let a man judge you by your personality,
1: right? That's all.
0: Women who pervert sexual attraction for selfish pleasures, rather than building the foundation of a family and choosing a good provider for their children, are sinning. Yeah, height doesn't matter as much as we think it does. How do we know that height doesn't matter that much? Or having hair, right? How do we know for men that height doesn't matter that much? Hard to believe women intentionally punish themselves considering how selfish most modern women are. Oh, have you not seen this? Selfish people always punish themselves. That's from what I've seen. I mean, I've never known a selfish person who hasn't punished herself or himself in one way or another. Yeah, because short bald guys exist. Absolutely. Short men exist. Yep. Yeah. How many bald women are? There are not many. The bald soprano, I suppose, Pirandella. But there are not many women who have
1: no hair. There are not many women with beards. Yeah, because we haven't evolved all to be six foot plus. That's right. So. Now, of course, there are some women. Oh,
0: my gosh. Men get angry at women for having shallow choices. But the women who have shallow choices tend to be the most shallow women. And often they are very attractive. So you choose a woman because she's shallow. And then you complain that a woman chooses men on shallow. (laughs) <laughs> jada uh smith yeah but well, no she's got hair issues right she's got uh, she
1: lost her hair for medical reasons
0: so no i you know women women are fine if you're bald and unless it's some woman who some women who are like oh, i never date a bald guy it's like great then you can go find some guy. You can go choose some guy just because he's got hair and not because he'll be a good father for your children. When you use something designed for others, for your own selfish pleasure, you will punish yourself because you're taking selfish pleasure, right? So your um, sexual mechanisms, your pair bonding mechanisms, your oxytocin orgasm is there to uh, pair bond you with a great partner with whom to raise your children. That's what it's for. Now, if you hijack that and you say all of this sexual activity, all of this orgasm, all this oxytocin stuff, all of that is just there to serve me, my pleasures, my, pre- it's all for me. It isn't, right? Then you are hijacking that which is for the good of others and therefore of yourself in the long run and you're just using it for selfish pleasure. Right?
1: And then you will, if you do that, you're going to punish yourself. Well, women who are attractive have more options. So they seem to use looks as their filtering rule set. Some women, not all women.
0: And of course, we men take every rejection as a sting because most like, significant portions of men didn't reproduce in the past. So every woman's rejection was a real sting. And <laughs> see, okay, right. You want to know the modern world. I'll give you the modern world in a nutshell. Uh, somebody says, I have great hair at 53. It's not easy to find a woman. Hair isn't a magic bullet. Oh, you're looking for a woman at 53? That can be a challenge. That yeah, can be a challenge. Gambling addictions, somebody says, I'm thinking gambling addictions is from people who benefit from ill-gotten gains, usually from the government payouts. Well, but gambling addictions are ancient and modern welfare is, is new. They care greatly about height. Oh, my God.
1: Women care a lot about height. No.
0: Stop taking all women and putting them in the shallow camp. I mean, you can keep doing it if you want, and you can build up all this resentment of women. And then you can say, well, women are shallow and they just want height and great hair and this, that, and the other. And it's like, okay. But you're not doing that because it's true. You're doing that because you're chickening out. Well, I'm not
1: tall, so I'm chickening out. Men want to avoid asking women out and will make any excuse up to avoid rejection. The great challenge for a man is to ask women out. It's just ask women out. Ask women out. And you're going to get rejected.
0: So then what happens is uh, men who don't know how to choose women will just ask a bunch of women out, get rejected,
1: and... I mean, the, the, the great secret of life isn't that complicated. Rejected? Who cares? Rejected? Who cares?
0: Most people don't donate. Most people didn't follow me to a new platform. Rejected? Who cares? What am I going to do? Let, let the bad decisions of other people ruin my life? That's just two... That's two mistakes for the price of one. People with really, really bad decision-making processes have rejected me (laughs) because Lord knows getting Bitcoin and avoiding the shot. Boy, that's just the worst thing in the world, isn't it? (laughs) Not hitting your children and having a good relationship. That's just terrible. So people who don't fall, I mean, there are people like, it's weird to me. It's bizarre to me. There are people who listen to other shows on the internet. Like they really are out there. I've, I don't see them. I hear them. I feel them. They, they stroll in castanets through the corridors of my mind, through the dance studios. Of my mind, they are tap dancing their way through the shadows. There are people, I know it's weird, it's weird, it's almost incomprehensible, there are people who listen to other shows. But why? Why? I don't know why,
1: but they do. So for men, every rejection rejection is a sting. Right? But you can't succeed if you can't embrace rejection.
0: So when you are rejected, you have a choice. Oh, I don't know. This is probably too advanced for to you guys. Oh, no, it's too much power. No, it's too much power for you. It's too much power for you. No, I'm sorry. We're going to have to move on to
1: another topic. You can't handle this amount. Is it too much? I don't know. I have concerns. What's a centimeter? Uh, It's a way that millipedes measure their foot size. You can't handle the power, Joe. All right. This is what you wanted. This is what you're going to get. You get rejected by Sally. You get rejected by Sally. Only three possibilities. Only three possibilities. Something's wrong with you. Something's wrong with Sally.
0: Or you're both screwed. Something's wrong with both of you. I don't care about the third one in particular. We can come back to that. Sally says, you ask Sally out, and she says no.
1: You have a choice. You can say, oh no, Sally has rejected me. Sally's too good for me. She's judged me and found me wanting. I'm diminished. I'm whittled down. She's cut me to the quick. I'm bleeding out here. Medic! Right?
0: Oh my God. (laughs) What a nightmare perspective. What an absolute nightmare perspective to think that when you get rejected, there's something wrong with you. I mean, especially for this crowd, right? Conscientious people, hardworking people, thoughtful people, kind people, curious people, philosophical people. If I'm rejected, there's something wrong with me. Ah, I'm melting. (laughs)
1: No, thank you. Oh my gosh.
0: (laughs) How about offer the power of stock options, keep us on for three years? No, I'm caught in Delaware. We'll get rid of that. So, I mean,
1: honestly, I, I just tell you my perspective. I'll tell you my perspective. I mean,. It's true, it may be shocking to you, it's still vaguely incomprehensible to me, but it's true that there were some women who wouldn't go out with me.
0: And I was like, oh my gosh, what's wrong with you? I'm not saying I never stung or anything, I'm not immune, right? But basically, I just had to kind of shake my head and say, okay, well, I'm a decent looking guy and relatively fit and I've got a good job and I'm intelligent and I'm funny and right. What? (laughs) Do you believe women prefer more masculine men? Oh, my God. Stop it! Stop it! Women want this. Women want that. Women prefer tall. Women prefer... No! No! Because the moment you say this is what women want, you will inevitably try to mutate yourself into some bizarre kanji shape to please women. Oh, God, please don't!
1: Which, like some Japanese game show, which which shape do I need to twist myself into to get through the next obstacle? Don't. Drives me crazy. Be yourself and see who wants that. I mean,
0: half the fucking internet is men saying what women want and what women like and this and that, the other. Oh, my God. I mean, my business plan has been to piss the world off until it's just about to kill me, then back off five seconds. So do you think I have a business plan called pleasing people? Well, people really want this topic, or they really want that topic. My business plan is to escape the mob for five minutes at a time and count myself lucky and happy. (laughs) Oh, my gosh.
1: Oh, my gosh. We can agree there. I do nothing to please women other than my wife. Well, you don't have any daughters? I guess that would be a kid, right? You also have to know how to present your qualities to women. No! Be yourself!
0: And see who likes it. Like, I mean, I was reading a little bit of my novel the other day, Just Poor. Such a great book. It's such a great book. Now, people didn't publish it. I had a publisher interested in it. People didn't publish it. Now, I could sit there and say, this novel isn't good. Did I do that? I did not. Because it is good. I just, I know it's good. And if you don't know what's good, I I don't know how to help you. You have to know what's good, right?
1: Don't be a well-oiled manipulative squid jerk.
0: The moment you say, well, this is what women are really looking for. This is what really turns women on. Women want this. You'll just mutate yourself or put yourself down. I believe men. You say, I believe men are superior to women. and you need to stop measuring their value based on what women think of them. Men are superior to women? <laughs> oh, my God.
1: No, they're not. We're not superior to women, and women aren't superior to men. You know, I have a plug and a socket, and I need to turn on a light. Now you know that the plug is superior to the socket
0: because the 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 plug carries the electricity right to the lamp. It's superior. It's active. The plug just sits there. the The socket just sits there. Does nothing. The plug you actually move it. You do something with it.
1: Which which, which piece of the jigsaw puzzle is superior to the other piece of the jigsaw puzzle?
0: <laughs> women are as men have chosen them to be, and men are as women have chosen them to be. And if you insult women, or put women down, or think women are inferior, then you're saying that it's completely incomprehensible as to how we become the smartest species in the known universe.
1: No. Women are great. Men are great. Thank you for the tip. I appreciate that. freemencom slash donate. I mean, we're, we're two sides of the same coin.
0: Oh, the front wheels in my car are infinitely better the back wheels because the front wheels are always ahead of the back wheels it's like okay you try driving without the back wheels and you're just dragging your ass like a
1: drugged out Nicki Minaj I didn't think of uh, Jones no in just porn no and it's Gerald Jones be
0: yourself and see who likes you Um, Have I not modeled that? I mean, not that you got to do everything that I do or anything, but haven't I? Aren't you here at least because I've modeled that? Be yourself and see who likes you. Don't bend yourself to the mob. Don't bend yourself to be liked. Don't disown yourself.
1: Don't reject yourself. Don't manipulate others by abandoning your identity. Why would someone want to marry someone they feel superior to? Now, there's a division of labor, right?
0: Be a better version of yourself. What does that mean? I don't know what that means. Oh, I'm living my best life. I just Putting the word better doesn't explain anything. I'm a doctor, says Bob. I'm a doctor because I tell people that I want them to feel better. <laughs> okay. Okay. Thanks. thanks, hey, Bob, the doctor.
1: Feel better? Yeah, okay. Super helpful. Yeah, there aren't versions of yourself. There's just yourself. Probably like Queen in that first video of Bohemian Rhapsody. They're just flickering to infinity like people in a hall of mirrors. Be honest, be yourself. Now,
0: most people hate, fear, and loathe authenticity. Unless... I just happen to bring out the worst in people myself. Maybe this is just me, but most people seem to hate, fear, and loathe authenticity. It means improve what you can. Oh, you, you took the word better and replaced it with improve. Yes, I'm going to Bob the doctor. He says, well, your symptoms, I- improve your symptoms. That'll be $50. Better, improve, what does that mean?
1: Positive adjectives are not a philosophy.
0: It's just, you know, just be a better version of yourself. Men produce the world's infrastructure, food, technology, protection, etc. I don't harbor any resentment towards women. I just know men are taller, stronger, tougher, work harder, have better ideas, make better decisions. It's...
1: Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy.
0: A man can't live without food. So unless you're a farmer, you're inferior because farmers produce food and no one can live without food. Therefore, farmers are the natural aristocracy. It's like, what does that mean? Women create, nurture, and raise life. Women create beautiful home environments. Women create communities. Women care for the aged. Women are the soft
1: cartilage, in the endless bone-on-bone shocks of life. Get out of the basement, work out, improve social skills. Hey, you said improve again. Yeah, exercise is good, I guess. Improve, improve social skills, just be better. Don't
0: make general statements about women. If you make general statements about women, you won't be able to pick someone out from a crowd. Elevate. Yes, that's right, James. We should take the word and elevate yourself. (laughs) Be yourself
1: and see who likes you. Am I wrong? Be yourself and see who likes you. And see who you like.
0: I think feminine women are wonderful, and I think smart men who create are awesome. Why does a woman have to be feminine to be wonderful? We were just talking about Ayn Rand. Ayn Rand was not
1: a feminine woman. Was she wonderful? Yes, she was. Women
0: are wonderful to the degree that they are virtuous. And men are wonderful to the degree that they are virtuous. But thinking that a man is smart, beca- like he's better because he's
1: physically stronger? Well, why aren't you watching a philosophy
0: show by the champion power lifter of the world? Because he's better.
1: My God.
0: Oh, I am a genius because I say... That renting a house is better than owning a house because you don't have to tie up the down payment and you don't have to enter into a multi-decade contract. I'm a genius because I'm taking the strengths of one option and comparing it to the weaknesses of another and thinking I'm adding anything other than slow, treacly retardation to the mental cogs of the planets.
1: <laughs> You understand that comparing the strengths of
0: men to the weaknesses of women is lazy and stupid. It's like saying that women are stronger, women are better because women can
1: create life. <laughs> men can't breastfeed. Therefore women are superior. I'm so smart. Um wh- whenever
0: you have the urge I don't counsel this too often. Whenever you have the urge to pat yourself on the back and feel smart because you compared the strength of one choice to the weaknesses of another, uh, I just want you to slap yourself. Like, I'm not a big one for violating the non-aggression principle. If you feel it's weird to do it yourself, you can just get a wet fish or a filet of fish for all I care, but just smack yourself. Or maybe a little paper cut. You just need aversive training to think that hedonism, hedonism is great, you see, because with hedonism, you have a lot of fun. You have a lot of fun, you get drunk, you have great stories, maybe you have some weird, creepy sex, but, you know, it's a blast. Hedonism is super, super fun, whereas, you know, the people who, 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 who defer gratification, they're just sour, they have to get up early, they've got headaches, they're just unhappy, they're just square, they're just bored. Weed is great, man, because it relaxes you. Ugh, blah, you know, nah. you're just strengths and weaknesses. Yes, it's true, hedonists have more fun in the moment. And if you compare the fun that hedonists have in the moment with the fun that, techn- that, that strict people or, or disciplined people have in the moment, yes, a lot of times the hedonists will be having more fun than the disciplined people. I, I, I get it.
1: I get it. You know, being single is
0: better than being married because you can date anyone you want. Yes, that is true. And so you're comparing the strengths of being single single, with the weaknesses being married. And you think you've done anything? You've done anything. Well, actually, no, what you have done, I'll tell you what you have done when you do this kind of shit. When you use like, well, just be a better version of yourself. And uh, I'm going to compare the strengths of one thing to the weakness of another and think I've added anything. What you do, what you do, which is actually quite tragic, is this is what you do to all the smart people in your environment.
1: except I come back and they don't.
0: You are an intelligence repeller if you compare the strength of one choice with the weaknesses of another, and that's it. You know, you should buy, you should never buy a car that costs less than $100,000, because a car that costs $100,000 or more has all of the great features, safety features, the stereo sounds better, plush leather seats, a moonroof. It's fantastic. I mean, it's just higher quality. Oh, I'm so smart! Yes! Good for you. An expensive car
1: often has better features.
0: There is a minor downside in that it's a very expensive car and you have less money for anything else. Yes, all other things being equal, a better car is a better car, but nothing is ever equal.
1: (laughs) Nothing is ever equal. Compare the accomplishments of men to women. Really? So,
0: (laughs) if creation is good, then creating those who create is even better. Therefore, women are superior to men. Oh, boy. (laughs) I just, uh.
1: The tomboy to wifey pipeline is real. Yeah, yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah, men make the house structurally sound, women make the house comfortable and safe. I mean, do you know what the death toll of toddlers would be if women weren't around? This single female is creating a beautiful home. It's a Friday listening to Steph and I'm painting my bathroom solo. That's nice. That's nice. Uh, I was quite shocked, to be honest, like, in all seriousness. uh, One of the things that shocked me most about getting married was, do you know
1: that do you know that walls not only can
0: but should be replaced? like repainted, like they should be repainted. Apparently, I don't know, we were in some place, my wife's like, well, been 10 years, we got to repaint the walls. So I'm like, what now? We paint the walls? They're, they're okay. We just need, re-. and she was right. We, we, repaint, uh, we repainted the walls. I remember listening to Bill Clinton's autobiography while we were doing it. We repainted the walls, we chatted. It was really nice. Really freshened up the house. Another thing, another thing's quite interesting about uh, being married. I could do this all night. Well, that's another interesting thing about being married. But do you know that as a man, you can actually go out. You can go out. There are stores. I didn't even know these stores existed. You can go out as a man.
1: You can walk into a store. And you can test and choose and pay for and take home a variety
0: of pillows. Did you know that? I had no clue. It doesn't have to be a pile of clothes in an old burlap sack. It doesn't have to be some yellow-caked mystery pillow you got from some, the death of some great aunt you don't even remember. You can go in, test, and find the right pillow for you. Did you know you don't have to end up with a U-shaped mattress that you've worn down through repeated rolling over in bed you can flip that mattress, turn it around. Do you know that ma- that makes your mattress last a huge amount longer? It's wild. My wife knows to clean places I didn't even know existed. Apparently there is something behind the fridge, and apparently you need to pull it out and clean it from time to
1: time. It's a mystery. Women's focus on cleaning and tidiness And health keep men alive. Bachelors have no
0: problem using a hammer and chisel to pry open some prehistoric Tupperware dish, scraping out with their bare hands whatever fantastical Egyptian goo just happens to be in there, probably becoming half sentient, jamming it into their face hole, chewing, swallowing, and going back to the Ravidya. My wife genuinely likes my sense of humor a rare bird. Yeah, for sure. I'm curious if your opinion of the cold approach, I do believe, that has a lot of importance, but you can say that it's implicit in who the person is if this tendency was erased because of the danger of it in tribal times.
1: Look, just... Fuck.
0: Just don't have regrets. I, I, I never regretted asking a woman out. Even the crazy women who said no. Like, I've never regretted asking a woman out. Because I'd, I'm very, very keen on not having regrets. You know, if you have regrets, you're going to have a whole lot of time to regret. Because, you know, 60, 70, 80, 85, 90, you got decades to regret. So, try not to have regrets. Sharks can't climb trees. Monkeys can't breathe underwater. Yeah, yeah, for sure, absolutely, absolutely.
1: Sharks can't climb trees. Therefore, sharks are inferior <laughs> to monkeys. Yeah, it's 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 really boring. Ah. <sighs> If
0: men could reproduce on their own, we would most likely be living on other planets by now. If women could reproduce on their own, we would be extinct. (laughs) So, in order to justify your, frankly, rather pathetic feeling of superiority to women, you have to create scenarios wherein there's no such thing as biology and sexes don't exist. Okay. I will leave you in your impossible world Nurturing your own sense of sad superiority and move on to other questions. Well, if the world was the opposite of the world, I'd be right. Yeah, okay, great. You know, if you have to really remake everything in the natural universe, unnatural, in order to be right. I personally would have a couple of doubts about the rightness of my position if I had to make up uh, these situations.
1: (laughs) Every accomplished man was born and raised by a woman, for the most part, yeah. Women have bigger breasts, so they are superior. You've never been to Florida?
0: <laughs> I once went to a, um, a friend of mine's, um, a friend of mine's kid was in a dance competition, and I went to show my support. And, um, it, this happened to be in Florida. I happened to be in Florida
1: and whatever, right? Some time ago. And, uh,
0: I just remember afterwards, one of the things I said was, you know, it's, it's actually just, it's completely bizarre being in Florida and around slender people. Freaking me out. Oh dear. Eventually, men will lose this fear to acknowledge reality without pretending it makes us sexist or that we hate women because we acknowledge men make a greater contribution to society than, than women, the men who wouldn't be there without women. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, I think men and women need each other. Of course we do. There are great men and great women in many ways. We have the same virtues, but we often have different responsibilities and states in life, so our virtuous actions are different. Yeah.
1: You don't know life until you've been through the pillow department.
0: Yeah. She can spot a crumb on my placemat at 100 yards. Oh, yeah. If there's a a cup going down without a coaster, my wife will actually materialize. It's weird. Like, she actually will spawn in. Put the coaster and then despawn. It's wild. Going to flip my mattress tonight. Hey! I do want to hear about your sex life. All right. behind the fridge, the only time us dudes went back there is when we dropped the router. It wasn't a fun time. Yeah, I mean, my wife has taught me some skincare. So now, I actually don't have to claw at my face with my toenails. It's really nice. Actually, particularly in family photos. It's really nice. When I've lived with women, I can easily keep up with chores, but they are amazing at decorating and making a place homey and smelling good. I've also noticed women will do a deep clean when they get somewhere, whereas I usually just did a quick vacuum and called it. I mean, I live in
1: heaven. Like, I mean, my wife makes the environment
0: fantastic. Like, whereas I, I was dragging like the conscience of a guilty man, one. Half broken down futon from when I was in university and sleeping half on that and half on the floor like some hobo uh, in in a tropical climate no no my I mean I honestly i live i mean one day maybe i'll show you the studio that's my <laughs> decoration, which is just cables and that but now my wife uh, makes the place beautiful i mean it's beautiful, and of course when you have a a woman who's a great homemaker, you're you're healthier, you, you eat better, uh, you get fewer illnesses, uh, you're, you, everything's just great. Everything's just great. So the idea that I do what I do independent of my wife is
1: kind of crazy.
0: Ah uh, ha ha! Yeah, marriage is uh, is fascinating. It really is. I mean, it's it's really great. Uh, Viva la différence, right? I mean, I remember just realizing, yeah. We don't have to be the same. Should women have the right to vote? Should they fight in the front lines of war? They are equal. So by logic, they should. Oh, so equal to you
1: means equal in everything. Equal to you means it's equality of outcome rather than equality of characteristics, right?
0: I mean, you realize that you are, by putting women down, you're just the mirror of the I hate the patriarchy uh, feminist nonsense, right? I mean, you're just the same guy with an outie instead of an innie, right? Just having a woman cook for you is so amazing after a hard day's work or after mending
1: things around the house or yard work, yeah? Yeah, uh, everything you're talking about are coercive statist functions, so... coercive status functions Let's talk to you about those, shall we? Which coercive status functions should be male or female? If not equal, then one by definition makes a superior contribution. Oh boy. That's, I mean, honestly, I got to tell you, this is really, is really pathetic. I mean, it's really sad. It's really sad. That's really sad. If not equal.
0: Yes, it's, it's true that men are better fighters than women. Yeah, it absolutely is true. It's absolutely true that men are better fighters than women. Generally, we fight over women, but that's a different matter. Yes. Well done. Men are better fighters than women. Yeah, I'll give you that. I guess that makes men superior in all ways. You know, Um, when a a tennis player fights, when a tennis player tries to play tennis with a wrestler and a wrestler puts him in a half Nelson, the wrestler is a better tennis player because he beat the tennis player in
1: wrestling. I am very smart.
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's very sad. I mean, honestly, it is, it is really, really sad. In all forms of laborious endeavor, men are superior. Really? You know, they call it labor, right? When a woman is giving birth, they call it labor. If you don't have a great mom for your children, you just haven't seen the strength of women manifest in that way. Right? My wife is stronger than me in many ways. She is. And, and maybe you just don't see that
1: until you have a great mom for your kids. Um, I mean, what she doesn't do for our daughter is incredible. And,
0: and all of it's necessary. All of it's important. And uh, women keep the conveyor belt of appointments and healthcare and uh, dentistry and all of this kind of stuff and blood uh, checkups and all of that. Women keep all that conve- conveyor belt going. My wife is amazing and
1: openly accepts that I am superior to her and she worships me. Do you have children? <laughs> Do you have children? This is glorious. If the poster
0: didn't want help seeing the errors of his thoughts, he wouldn't have kept posting here. She is actually the best woman I have ever met and superior to any other woman I
1: have ever met. Okay. Okay. I mean, this is just vanity posturing. I am not perfect, but I'm perfect for you. Do you have children? Who's better at dealing with
0: babies and toddlers, men or women? Who's better at dealing, at handling and getting out with and keeping healthy and safe? Who's better at dealing with babies and toddlers,
1: men or women? Women, of course. Of course. It's great. It's wonderful. (sighs)
0: And if women weren't so great at dealing with babies and toddlers, and they are. If women weren't so great at dealing with babies and toddlers, none of us would be here to build bridges or make philosophy or build houses or blah, 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 right? This guy is trolling? Yeah, maybe. But it's, you know, listen, I don't mind the trolling if it is trolling. I'm not saying it is, but I don't mind the trolling because it's a common enough perspective that it's worth looking at and uh, possibly dismantling, Right.
1: Any other tips, my friend?
0: I am not trawling. I can't compete with self-feeding baby food sacks. Yes, you may not
1: want to refer to them that way. Just,
0: you know, just call them bags of sand. (laughs) Sorry, 40-year-old virgin. Uh, I don't think he answered the question, though, did he? Uh, he didn't answer the question. You know, he probably doesn't even remember the question that I asked. He answered every question but the one that was most important. So,
1: inevitable, inevitable, wants to hang on to his vanity. It's very sad.
0: My wife spends nights preparing games and puzzles for our kids for the next day. Have you ever been around a female community? I don't have children. I am young. Okay, so yeah, so you haven't seen your woman, you haven't seen your, your wife's strength. You're going to start now. Okay, so you haven't seen your wife's strengths, and obviously you lack the imagination to understand them. And of course, maybe your mother didn't, quote, sacrifice for you. And congratulations for getting married. I'm thrilled about that. But maybe your mother didn't sacrifice for you. But once you've been, once you've really seen a, a woman's devotion to her children and a woman's devotion to her family, thinking that men are superior to women or women are superior to men is beyond ridiculous frankly. I mean, it is really, really beyond ridiculous.
1: We're a team. We're a team.
0: I mean, who's superior? The guy up in the crow's nest who tells you where to go, or the guy at the wheel making the ship go in a particular direction? Who's superior? We're a team. The guy who's superior is in the crow's nest because he can see further. The guy who's superior is at the wheel because he can actually change the direction of the... It's just boring. It's boring.
1: Teach me about the female design community, this world quietly opening
0: in my mind. I love women and think they are ethically evil. equal. equal. <laughs> Sorry, that was my, my, bad, my bad reading. Sorry, these are old glasses. I love women and think that they are ethically equal. Okay, great. Uh, teach me about the female design community. No, like if you've ever been around, maybe it's a homeschooling community, maybe it's a church community, maybe it's, but a community where the women gather, uh, they share uh, aid and charity with each other. They watch each other's children. They, they really just dig in and really, really help. Uh, I remember when living with my family in the countryside, we as men did physically exhausting work all day, but when we came back tired, we were greeted by delicious food and a clean and beautifully smelling house. What you, uh, what you work for. I remember when I would go to a friend of mine's cottage as a teenager, uh, we would, uh, I remember we moved the outhouse, we chopped huge amounts of wood, we had to take down an old barn one day. Yeah, hard, difficult work. I loved it. I love physical labor. Honestly, I absolutely, completely and totally love physical labor. That's why I never had any, I don't really complain that much about the gold panning and prospecting. I love, 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 love physical labor. And yeah, we would, we would go out as men and we would do this, this Physical labor, which was great. It's just a real sense of accomplishment, real sense of use your body, your muscles. Fantastic. Physical labor is God's gift to the hyper intellect because it cools it down. It's like water on an over revving engine, right? And then you come and then there's fantastic food and, and you sit and you chat. And oh my God, I mean, I'm going me tell you a story. I'll tell you a funny story. It's an interesting story. I hope it's an interesting story. So many years ago, I went with a friend of mine to the Dominican Republic for I think it was about 10 days or something like that. and had a lot of fun. And we met these women. And, oh, I I remember a story. I remember a story. um, A woman was telling me, one of the women was telling me that she loved her father. Her mother, when her mother hit menopause, her mother had an affair, midlife crisis, left, broke her dad's heart. And she had... Spontaneous bleeding from her nether regions. And I remember thinking, even if at the time, so the problem is your mother stopped having a period, so you start having an excessive period in a sense to compensate. I mean, it was probably all nonsense. But anyway, I remember we uh, would hang out with these women. Nothing happened. Uh, it wasn't romantic in that way, but it was kind of date y in a way. And I remember uh, the women, the two girls, no, there were three girls, sorry, the three girls, but in particular the two be I mean, they made themselves pretty. Uh, we, we got the restaurant and we, we, they, they came down and it all just felt so absolutely and wonderfully natural. You know, we held the chairs out for them and it was all, you know, old-fashioned Jane Austen stuff up the yin-yang. And I just very strongly remember like, okay, this just feels natural, this feels normal, this feels right, that the women are making themselves pretty and they're laughing at our jokes and we are pulling the chairs out, and we were buying dinner, and it all just was great. And it was one of the first times where I was like, yeah, you know, maybe, maybe there's something to be said for the ways that evolved. This is a
1: man's world.
0: <laughs> I do think some of the most beautiful women are those at church who kept their standards and have become wonderful wives and mothers, beautiful souls. Men have to die in war on fishing ships, working dangerous jobs, so they should have greater authority. Yes. Because, yeah, it's absolutely, it's completely true. Men, men die uh, doing their jobs. Men die doing difficult, difficult labor. On the other hand, I've heard rumors, I've heard rumors, I don't know for sure, but I've heard rumors that uh, women sometimes significantly suffered, maybe even died. Over the course of, I don't know, giving birth to children? Just a thought. So, yeah. Yeah, men men do do have dangerous jobs. Um, pushing a grapefruit out of your vagina apparently is totally simple and easy because apparently you've never been constipated. So, I don't know. This is all just boring. Sorry. You, you think you're deep. You're, you, just know, you haven't thought through anything. You just haven't thought through anything. And who's better at taking care of elderly relatives? Who's better at taking care of grandma and granddad? When they get old, when they get fragile, when they get forgetful, who's better at taking care of sick people, men or women? Hmm. Very, very complicated. Also, women face more danger just walking on the street, yeah? Men die far more. Often deaths of despair. Yes, and part of that is men isolating themselves and refusing to ask for help. And that's a man's choice. So, yeah. So, what you're doing is you're saying that, well, men die far more deaths of despair, but women get depressed more. The majority of men in the red pill spaces think just like this guy. Well, and then
1: I think that's worth pushing back. I mean, geez, man.
0: You know, you're trying to have kids, you're going to have a daughter. Likely, I mean, you have a couple of kids, you're going to have a daughter. It's a woman's choice to have children. It's a man's choice to... It's a man's choice to work a dangerous job. Who gives a shit? Like, it's so boring. Do you not Do you not think through anything? This is so embarrassing to watch. This is really... You're like an NPC. Blah, 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 blah. Women bad. Men noble. Women lazy. Men hardworking. Blah, blah. It's a woman's choice to have children. Yes, absolutely. Totally. The woman's choice to have children. Yeah, you know, throughout history, women never got married off. Never. There were never arranged marriages for children where rape was not a concept that existed within marriage. So yeah, women totally chose. The fact that they were married off by their elders at the age of 10 and then could never say no to sexual actions from their husband. Yeah, women just totally chose to have. Oh my God. Do you know nothing? God, this is embarrassing to see. I'm sorry. Like, you're just embarrassing. You just need, you need to think through some counterexamples. That's all. You just need to think through some counterexamples rather than spitting out these bitter NPC memes from the Black Pillars. I mean, this is just, it's not good. This is a philosophy show. This isn't a repeat stupid shit you read somewhere show. That shows tomorrow. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Oh, what can I say? What can I say? Uh, they couldn't say no to sexual advances because
1: men are physically superior.
0: So for you, you for you, physically superior equals rape. That's, that's where you have no trouble, you, you have no trouble with this mindset that the superiority of men rests on rape. That's what you're saying. Oh my God, what is wrong with you? You have some major wiring that is not working in your head, my friend. Men are superior because they can force women to have sex. What? I, you know, dude, uh, if this wiring doesn't trouble you, you're a little
1: fucking frightening. You're a little frightening. All right, let's see here.
0: So rapists are the superior men by this logic? No, it equals physical qualities, height, strength, speed, endurance. Oh, yes, really? You don't think I know that men are taller and faster and have more endurance? <laughs> no, you're just, this is sad. I mean, sorry, you're, you're gone. Yeah, this is, that's really sad. You're just mentally gone. Sorry, dude. Like, you're just mentally gone. And I can't believe your wife listens to this stuff and I don't believe she's superior at all. I think she's probably just frightened. Why are we pretending to not understand this? No. You said that (laughs) women couldn't say no to sexual advances because men are physically superior, which means you're equating the superiority of men to rape. Men are superior because men rape according to you. And now you're just changing the subject and pretending like I don't understand that women are taller. Not an argument. (laughs) Oh my gosh, this is terrible. This is terrible. It is an argument. If you think that superiority equals rape, your morals are fucked up beyond recognition, like you are a genuinely scary person. If you think that superiority equals rape, oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah, that's that's not good. Now, you may be troubled by this, but that's your statement. Hope all is well, and the young one is doing well. She is doing very well. She is uh,
1: out with friends.
0: All right. It means men can physically coerce women in history because they are physically superior. Right. Superiority, it has nothing to do with rape. No, now you're just lying. Like, now you're just a liar. Right? Because you were talking about, uh, I said that, uh, you said, women had the choice to have children. I pointed out that they didn't because they were married off and couldn't say no to the men. And you say, well, that makes men superior. That's because men are superior. And now, so you're saying that rape equals superiority. If you don't like the logic of your own statements, maybe you could amend them. But anyway, I, I need you to stop typing because this is just ridiculous and terrible. Uh, this is just absolutely ridiculous and terrible. And uh, I, I can't. Uh, yeah, you, 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 you brought up the superiority in the context of rape. So I can't, uh, can't do anything. If you could stop typing, I would really, really appreciate that. This is actually just becoming kind of gross and unsettling. All right. Uh, any other comments, questions, issues, challenges? I read something. Oh my gosh! Did I read something quite uh, surprising? I, if you know this, if
1: you know this, maybe you do, maybe you don't. But what do you? What is the average? Um, <laughs>
0: I love this—the invention of glue. One guy talking to another. I bet if. If we melt a horse, we could use it to stick stuff to other stuff. And <laughs> The other guy's like, dude, is everything okay at home? Hey, it's like this guy. Uh, let me a- ask you this. This was wild to me. This was wild to me. The amount of debt that is... Um, 36% of Americans say they have amassed more credit card debt than emergency savings in an all-time high. Uh, This was really, really something. Oh, yeah. South Africa. Remember, I did the fall of South Africa many years ago. South Africa has a population of 60 million. South Africa has 28 million or more people on welfare grants. In uh, South Africa, only has 7.1 million taxpayers. What? Appalling. Half of U.S. tenants can't afford to pay their rent. This is from uh, CNN Business. Excellent. I'm sure we're going to be a soft landing anytime. Oh, yeah, this is what I wanted to, to get you to. All right, this is what I wanted to get you to. And uh, maybe you know this, uh, maybe you don't, but it's very interesting to me. Uh, I have, this may be a Protestant work ethic or something like this, I have a deep and visceral horror of debt. I have a deep and visceral horror of debt.
1: And. What is the
0: uh, average American household? What does the average American household? (laughs) There we go. What does the average American household owe in credit card debt? How much? Do you think people are loading up on debt because they think the system is going to collapse? No, they're loading up on debt because they don't want to admit that they've been wrong. Right? They don't want to admit that they've been wrong about their politics and who they voted for and who they listened to and who they didn't listen to. Right? What do you got? The average American household is, owes how much in credit card debt? It's $10,000. It's $10,000 in credit card debt. Now, that's a lot because $10,000 at, what is it? Some credit cards are like 23%, 24% interest. All right. How much does the American household owe in student loan debt? 100K. Come on. Uh, How much does the average American household owe in
1: student loan debt?
0: How much? How much? I must know. How much does the average American household owe in student loan debt? I love how people then talk about their own debt. No, no, this is about other people. Hello, come out of the old narcissistic moat. This is about other people. All right. The average American household owes $58,957 in student loan. So yeah, almost 60K. Just a shade shy of a K
1: shy of 60K.
0: Yeah, so the average, right? So you say the average American owes 10,000 in credit card debt, which means half of them are higher and half of them are lower. So, uh, how much does the average American household owe in mortgage debt? How much does the average American
1: household owe in mortgage debt? Yes, I've said average about 13 times. Oh. That was the median. Yeah, yeah, sorry. So
0: how much does the average American household owe in mortgage debt? No, no, average American household. Didn't say college. Didn't say anything about college. Yeah, you're right. Bang in there. So it's $241,840 in mortgage debt. Okay, so we've done credit card debt, student loan debt, mortgage debt. What's the other big debt that Americans have? Now, 40000 would be too low. The housing prices are pretty high. So we've done credit card debt, student loan debt, mortgage debt. What is the other debt that people in America have? Have.
1: What what do they have? Medical? No. Uh, Yeah, that's right, car debt. So what what is the average American household auto loans? What is the average American household owe? In auto loans. Yeah, doing well, right? Yeah, this
0: doesn't include... Um, um, how do people pay for their medical loans? I assume that they take out a second mortgage or something like that, so maybe that's bundled up in the mortgage debt. So, car, we 60, 60K, no. Bank, <laughs> $60,000 cars. So, the average auto loan is uh, 22 thousand six hundred and twelve. Well for the, households, right?
1: so, 10, for the
0: household, right? So got ten thousand uh, for the household, right? we're we'll just gonna round things a bit. Plus sixty thousand. I could do that one in my head. We'll down the other one a bit to forty uh plus twenty twenty three. Oh, let's just make it twenty two.
1: So yeah, three hundred and thirty two thousand. They're wild. Um, Let's see here. Credit card payment calculator. All right, let's see.
0: What do people say? What do they have here? Credit card calculator. Okay, so let's say they have got that ten thousand. Um, what is the? What are the interest rates? Okay. Um, so, if you have ten thousand dollars of credit card debt at an interest rate of eighteen percent, and you pay two hundred dollars a month, how long does it pay? Does it take to pay off the balance? 10, I, just, I know this is kind of technical, but just, just give me a rough uh, guesstimate, right? So You've got 10,000 credit card debt, interest rate of 18%, you pay 200 bucks a month.
1: How long is it going to take for you?
0: I bet everyone is maxing out their credit card to buy Bitcoin. I can guarantee you that is not the case that is absolutely only a couple of percentage points of
1: American households own Bitcoin. So I can
0: certainly guarantee you that that, in in the case, oh, look at that. Bitcoin went up.
1: All right. Well,
0: we're talking. (laughs) All right. Uh, Well, over a decade, four years, four years, ten years. So the way it plays out Uh, I can give you the link here. You can have a look at that. And I think interest rates are higher. I have a question. What does a young person's future look like without financial help from parents?
1: Uh, It all tends to wash.
0: Uh, It takes uh, eight, eight, um, sorry, seven years and 10 months to pay off the balance. The total interest you pay is $8,622. Now, I think though, I've seen interest rates at 22%. So, this is how much it changes just by going up four points, right? 400 basis points. So, if you have a credit card balance of $10,000 and your interest rate is 22% and you pay $200 a month, instead of it being just under eight years, it's now over 11 years. It's 11 and a half years almost to pay off the balance. Instead of paying eight grand and change, in interest, you pay $17,355 in interest, right? So you pay 170% of the debt in interest, right? It's crazy. It's just crazy. You can see this one here. I'll, I'll give you the link here. And you can see this one. It's just brutal. This is why I have this visceral horror of debt. Like, I got to tell you, I, I, I'm not a particularly anxious guy, as you can tell, but I feel this little flutter of like butterfly anxiety when I see these people on Twitter or, or X and they say, you know, you know, I took out a $150,000 student loan. I've been paying it for 10 years and it's now at $175,000. I'm like, oh my God, like, get me my smelling salts. Slap me in the face with a wet fish. That's just horrendous.
1: That's just horrendous. Um, now. Here's a, if
0: the interest rates go to 24% and you pay $200 a month, if the interest rate goes to 24% and you have paid $200 a month on a credit card balance of 10,000, when do you pay it off? When do you pay off your credit card balance of 10,000 at 200 bucks a month with an interest rate of 24%? Poor credit, then 28% starting rate goes up to 31% if you miss two payments. Yeah, that's right. You will never pay off your credit card if it goes to 24%. Yeah, it's brutal. It's brutal. Now, this, of course, is what happens to the variable interest, right? Um, this is what happens. This is what happened, of course, uh, in 2007-2008 with the mortgage, mortgage stuff, right?
1: Um, what we they? we were doing twenty-five year, um, twenty-five year mortgages, sort of back in the day,
0: right? So you got a, a home value of four hundred thousand, down payment of eighty thousand, so your loan amount is three hundred twenty thousand at an interest rate of, uh, let's do an interest rate of, uh, I don't know, it was about probably about three percent back in the day, right? Probably about before, like before Biden, right? So, and this is the wild stuff, right? So if you've got a $320,000 loan uh, at 3%, 25 years, your mortgage payment is uh, $1,900 and change, right? $1,900, right? That goes up to 7.5%. And this is what really got people, right? So it goes from 1900 and change. It goes uh, to uh, uh, almost 2800 So another $900 a month. And the amount of interest you pay is wild, right? So you pay, on your $320,000 loan, you pay $389,000 of interest, right? At 3%, you're only paying $135,000 and change of interest. So it's just wild. It's just wild. And this is, you know, and of course, uh, if, if it goes to 9%, not impossible these days, right? Then your mortgage is no longer 1900 but over 3100 a month. And this is what got people, of course, right?
1: (sighs) Do you know what the credit card companies call people who pay off their loans every month? Do you know what what they, uh,
0: what they uh, call, what the credit card companies, I don't know if they still do, but what they used to call people who pay off their, debt every month
1: uh deadbeats no they call them deadbeats
0: they call them deadbeats my wife is a past master of that in terms of like getting credit card benefits and paying off every month um we just get a bunch of free stuff we're deadbeats yeah because they want to hook you in right in fact, the economy is so healthy right now that you can rent sneakers. You can rent high status. You know, the, the, the sort of fetish that some people have for these uh, blank, blinding white basketball hero sneakers. Huh? Imagine mortgage rates. I, I mean, I remember mortgage rates in the 80s going, I had family members who had mortgages, uh, I think they were over 20%. Crazy. You, you take your interest rate to 20%, things get, so we started off 1900. You start off 1900 interest rate of 20%. Instead of your m- mortgage payment being 1900 it's close to $6,000. And instead of you paying $135,000 in interest, you pay $1.3 million almost in interest. Like it, it's unbelievable what happens um, with, I mean, you're paying virtually nothing uh, on the principal. Whatever you, I mean, for me, whatever you put in, uh, whatever you put in on the principal is gold, like pay the interest, whatever you can put down on the principal is gold, it's gold, and I, I just, I, I've always had this visceral, just loathing of, of debt, so yeah, people who just get into this kind of debt is, I don't, I honestly don't know how they sleep, I don't know, like it's just, just appalling, like it feels like you are falling down a hole with no bottom. All right, any other last comments, questions, or tippy tips? but one of the hardest working people in philosophy. Did a really great, I've done a couple of great shows which are coming out soon. I got a philosophy of weight loss, philosophy of weight gain and weight loss that's really, really interesting. It Could, could kind of blow your mind. So I hope you'll check out with that. What's up But the artists genuinely having the attitude that their work shouldn't be subject to valuation by the market itself, but are upset that AI will prevent them from having a job? Well, I mean, artists do it for the love of the thing. They don't want to be bound down by cross-materialism. Uh, that comes from vanity that what matters is I like my art. It doesn't matter that other people find it valuable. That's just vanity, right? I mean, I am as valuable in philosophy as the help I provide, right? I I am as valuable in philosophy as the help I provide. Let's ask out Sally's this weekend. Yeah, so the the great temptation for men is to not ask women out, and the great temptation for women is to not have children. And to milk their sexuality and to milk their, the attraction of men and to have that sex in the city frisson and all of that kind of cool stuff, right? Corporate graphic design jobs are almost completely gone. Yeah, I had a producer who used to do my thumbnails back in the day. He'd spend an hour or two on each thumbnail. Now Jared has got it down to a fine art where uh, you can uh, whip it off uh, on the toilet. Maybe I've overshared there. I probably haven't. <laughs> well, it's been 18 years.
1: Um, There's no point
0: not oversharing now. <laughs> it's, been, it's been too long. It's been too long. But yeah, he's got it down to a fine art. And um, the, the, we use a service now for processing the shows. Uh, it it uh, takes out the breathing. It takes out ums and errs. It cuts pauses. Uh, we can't really do that with video as well. And certainly not the cutting pauses because it's got to match up with the video. But uh, it's wild. Uh, there's a service now. You can upload a big, long ass video and it will find cool bits that you can use shorts from. It'll clip them out, and, and it'll AI transcribe them and all that kind of stuff. Like, it's just wild. It's just wild. And, yeah, it's, uh, well, you know, I don't have any sympathy for artists, honestly. I mean, artists, for the most part, have been following the communist propaganda wagon. And, and you know, the artists, this is the funny thing, right? So the artists have, uh, what have they done? They ran to the government. They ran to the government. You got to pay us, man, because... The people out there, the bourgeois, petty kulaks—they don't see the genius and brilliant value of my work. So I, you got to force them to pay me. I want grants. I want loans. I want subsidies. I want money, right? So, oh yes, you—you um, want to run to the government to get money from me at the point of a gun because you're an artist? Oh, has AI come along? Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. That's just so sad. Yeah. I'm, no sympathy. Right now, uh, the artists who serve the people, I think that there'd be a lot of sympathy for them, but the artists ran to the government, ran away from the market and took money by force through the state. So, nobody has any sympathy for them. Although of course we all do hate to see the journalists getting fired. That 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 just moves me uh, faster than our passage around the Milky Way. Yeah, rage with the machine. Oh yeah, yeah. And and art has not been art for about a hundred years, art has been left as propaganda, almost exclusively, almost in perpetuity. That's why I was kind of shocked watching the Blues Brothers again, which was actually quite an important movie for me because it got me into sort of more meaty, masculine music and away from my mother's Ray of drippy crap. And uh, yeah, it was wild. So yeah, we haven't had art art in probably about a century. And so yeah, I mean, the current art world Um, if they end up having to get real jobs, I honestly, uh, couldn't, couldn't think of a better use of their time. It will be actually, uh, it would actually be healthy, very healthy, much healthier for them to get out into the marketplace and have real jobs rather than sit around circle jerking on the communist manifesto with blood soaked government money between their ass cheeks. So, all right. Thank you very much for dropping by tonight. If you're listening to this later, or you just want to tip me right here at the end, freedomain.locals.com. You can join the community there. You can, of course, tip me at freedomain.com slash donate. I would really, really appreciate that. Freedomain.com
1: slash donate.
0: And I really, really appreciate that. Thank you guys for dropping by tonight. Just wonderful. You can use the promo code allcapsupb2022 to try out the premium section of the freedomain.locals.com site. Give it a try. There's so much great stuff up there. It's like terrifying truth about the French Revolution, truth about sadism, audiobook as it goes for my new book, Peaceful Parenting, Stephbot AI, dozens of languages, the private live streams, premium call in shows, 22 part history of philosophers series, some seriously lobster juice enabled content up there and really some of the best stuff. Uh, you've tipped about the pop star. Yeah, I don't have much to say other than I think my Taylor Swift tweet interfered with the psyop of uh, depopulation. So, all right, have yourself a wonderful evening. Lots of love for everyone. Thank you for dropping by. Such a pleasure. I will see you guys Sunday, Sunday, chatty Sunday and uh, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We've got some great call-in shows coming out too. Really, really great call-in show. Um, talked to a young man. Was it yesterday? I talked to a young man who struck it super rich and it's very sad. I know. Sounds odd. You resubbed for February. Thank you very much. Lots of love, everyone. Take care. Bye.